0: Support for 100 Watts in a Wire is brought to you by 100Wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts in a Wire listener-supported. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts in a Wire gear, and more. That's 100Wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Spring is in the air. Check out ICOM's line of D-Star radios. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Stay connected around the world with ICOM's D-Star radios. And Powerfilm Solar. Powerfilm manufactures durable, lightweight, rollable, and foldable solar panels that will take your ham radio setup to the next level making it more portable than ever before. Visit PowerFilmSolar.com for more information. And Hamsphere 4.0. Hamsphere is a state-of-the-art computer-based transceiver that uses the Internet to layer real-time, real-simulated propagation sky airwaves. To learn more about the new generation of virtualized professional radio, visit Hamsphere.com.
1: And now from Grid Square Echo, Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Yes, sir, and
0: hello to you, post Dayton Hamvention show. Man, I don't know. I was going to say fresh off the Dayton Hamvention in Xenia, Ohio. I still don't feel fresh. I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. Oh, Lord. It's not even that it's such a far trip. It's that you engage in so many things. The senses are on high alert. There's so much to see. So many people to meet and talk to. Where are you out, man? So what I'm going to do today is uh, do a recap of sorts in my own way. Now you're going to see, and it's already happening, plenty of videos on the YouTubes, And other places. Uh, Many shows this week in the ham media landscape will be showing you a lot of content that they captured. And I feel like we've done a good job of that uh, being an audio. So looking here, look. See that? Uh Uh-huh. So because we're not a visual medium per se, we do have social media outlets. And we did share photographs from there. You're gonna see a lot of the same sort of footage taken from different angles so what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about some of the different things and talk about my experience with the Dayton Hamvention this time it was my first in Xenia Ohio now many people were talking about hey were you at Hera Arena which one of these do you like better Not to cop out anything, but you know, I only had two experiences with Hera Arena and one now with Xenia, and I'm going to talk about my experience a little bit with you. At this point, I have to say, I do like Xenia for some different reasons, and we'll get into those. I like how it's spread out. You know, you can kind of step back and see where you are, which building is what. They're named, etc. Had Hera, for me, it's a different kind of experience because I didn't have decades of going there. I had two very confusing first-year ham experiences. And I was on my own a lot. The twists and turns and getting lost and where's this? And I remember just being able to buy a cup of coffee and feeling like, man, let me go stand over here and try to figure this out. It was my first experiences with Hamvention at Hera. So there's a part of me that feels, oh man, yeah, I kind of do miss that a little bit because it was historic. But this new one was fine too. Large, spread out, people weren't all, you know, up in your scene all the time. There's enough space to move around. Frankly, at Hera, I felt like it was, you know, nuts to butts, man. Like, ah, oh, come on, man. Pressing up on me. Just trying to get through here. But Let's talk a little bit about the experience. Thursday, I set off for Xenia, Ohio. And it seems like I've been spending a lot of time in the great state of Ohio. First Marietta a couple of weeks ago for a college commencement And then this past weekend here, going back out to Xenia. However, Marietta is much further from your boy. I mean, that's that's damn near Pittsburgh. Ten-hour road trip, uh, both ways. Totally worth it to be with family. This was welcome, though. Five and a half to six hours, depending on what you stopped and what you stopped for. Totally manageable. The first year of having HF Mobile Oh, what a blast. I put the radio on and listened. I mean, I would listen to people talk about cooking pork chops for miles just to listen to the radio. Isn't that the beautiful thing about I don't eat pork. I don't eat meat like that. But it was still, you could hear these guys talking about the grease and the pork and how mama cooks it up. And I'm like, yeah, boy, go ahead and get it. Put her over like that making those greasy things you like to eat. So Thursday we're motoring across the country from America's heartland and I made a contact with those Jersey girls in the Rover. That's right, Andrea, K2EZ, and Rhea, N2RJ, carpooled from Jersey in the Rover. Have you seen this thing? Have you seen the rover? All right, then. Look up K2EZ if you haven't. And I hope that she's got a photo of the most recent version of that truck. I mean, incredible. She was in the display area once the hamvention started. But she was on the road. You see these antennas? And I didn't see her, but I knew she was out there. They were on the way coming from the east to Ohio, and I was coming uh, from the Midwest to Xenia. Heard the ladies on and uh, made a contact on 40 meters. Can I tell you, this lady's got 500 whiskeys, 500 watts and a flex in the truck. Mm Mm-hmm. You think the antennas look sexy up on top there? I mean, holy cow. I mean, it is something. That is a commitment. That is a commitment. Look up K2EZ and her rover and think about that for a minute. I struggle with putting the uh, little Tar Heel on. Where am I going to put it? and How am I going to get in the garage? You start to think, how does Andrea get through a a fast food restaurant or a toll in Jersey. They're at every turn in Jersey. But we made a contact and it was just, I don't know, very cool to hear someone that you've heard on the air or worked on the air motoring down 70 miles an hour and making a contact. Great stuff. So Thursday was the day in and uh, we had plans to meet up at the place where we were staying, we stared at, uh, stayed at an Airbnb in Xenia, about 15 minutes tops from the venue, uh, could have been 10. However, it wasn't ready by the time we got there. And we, I, say, I keep saying we, um, Patrick Casey1AJT had reserved this house, and he was coming from the east. He's near Boston. And again, I'm coming out by myself from the St. Louis area. So we were kind of set to arrive around the same time. We were going to meet up there at the house. The house wasn't ready for another hour. I decided I'm going to go to the venue and pick up my media credentials. And I'd meet him over there. Now, I also had plans on Thursday night to do the 100 watts in a wire net from MCOM 1. So there would be some hours to kill in between. It turns out that the fairgrounds closed at 6 o'clock and we couldn't be there to do my part of the net, which was a bit of a bummer for me. I was like, all right, what are you going to do? You got to get out. You got to get out. But the load-in had begun. People were there. They were setting up. And I was able to put around and try to get a feel for the landscape early enough and then go home. I did make some mistakes, though. Uh, I should have packed a cooler for myself because by the time, you know, you travel all day, you spend some time at the venue, and you head back home, you don't have anything to eat. I brought some oatmeal, which I had earlier in the day, and I did not want to eat oatmeal for dinner. So that was a bit problematic uh, for me. Uh, But however, at the venue... Uh, we met up with Dan, who is a member of our group. He's got a new call sign. Boy, I hope I get this right. Uh, yes, it's K3TEF, Dan, K-E-K-3-T-E-F. He's a moderator on the 100 Watson Wire Facebook group and a friend of mine and actually lives in the town where my father lived in Pennsylvania. Anywho, uh, the three of us decide we're going to go out and eat, uh, have dinner. Uh, Ham's had embarked on a place called Nick's. Nick's, it was packed, man. It was packed. The food was pretty good, and uh, we sat. Although it had been raining, we sat outside and uh, had a good time. We just caught up, made my way home. Thursday was basically over at that point. As I mentioned, Patrick, KC1AJT, and Dan, K3TEF, they were part of the 100 Watts and a Wire media crew. Dan took photographs and posted them mostly to Facebook, Much appreciated. Dan actually got the first glimpse and the first shot of the new Kenwood. And it was a beauty. And they were looking at him like, what are you doing in here? And they they were just taking it either off the truck or bringing it to the floor when he posted a photo of that. The good news, Kenwood is back in the game. I didn't get to really play with the radio that much. I did get to see it. Big base station uh, worth checking out. I'm glad Kenwood's back in the game. Yesu also announced a new radio, so we've got the top three. Well, I don't know if you can say that anymore. I don't know if it is the big three anymore. Kenwood's really pulled back a bit. Uh, Yesu didn't announce something big last year, you know. And you got the uh, KX2 and the KX3 and the Flex, so you've got new players in the game. Anymore, but it's good to see Kenwood and Yesu put something new out in the base station arena. So that was cool. Drink a coffee? Here's to you. Mm, just talking along. Maybe should have took, taken a break. This could be a two-parter here. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. The Airbnb was... um What's was great for me. I'm a low-key kind of guy. I didn't do contest university this year. I don't need to do all the things in Dayton, you know, the pizza parties and the the band playing in the evening time and um, usually don't go to the banquets and dinners and things like that. So I'm cool putting off into the countryside and chilling down, laying down for the night. That's kind of, you know that's what I do here. Yeah, I work in the city, uh, but I live in the country. I'm a country boy now. Born and raised in Baltimore, but uh, after, geez, 30-some years, 32 years in the city, the hustle and the bustle, boy, I enjoy the countryside and I enjoy the quiet. So uh, the Airbnbs are something to check into. Just don't take mine because I don't know if we got that uh, squared away quite yet, but We will. Crashed out early Friday morning comes, and it's the day of the show. Let me take a break here. We'll come back and talk about more of the first day of the Dayton Hamvention in Xenia, Ohio, next.
1: In a land where we're all 20 over, this is 100 watts and a wire. ICOM's newest D-Star
0: handheld is ready for the season ahead. Lightweight, compact, and tough. The new ID 31A+, plus is a great choice for any shack or those in harsh environments. The IDA51A Plus 2 provides extended DSTAR coverage allowing you to listen wherever you may go. Compact and user-friendly, the ID4100A is ad star mobile with big rig features. Its intuitive interface, variety of operating modes, and Bluetooth compatibility make this the preferred D-Star option for those on the go. And the ID5100A has taken innovation and mobility to the next level. With its touchscreen and internal GPS, this radio is a must-have while assessing a situation. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on all ICOM radios.
2: Hey Christian, it's Johnny F. WJ0NF. Just wanted to drop you a quick note and uh, let you know how much I appreciate the 100 Watts on a Wire community. Really enjoy the Facebook page and uh, all the people there. The supporting member program is a huge bonus. I set aside some money for some equipment that I needed and had it all in the cart. And then I remembered, you know, to get a hold of you to for uh, to look into a discount. And when I, I, I when I applied the code, I didn't know what that discount was going to be, but I was really shocked when I saw how much money I had saved. And I, I saved more than the than the yearly donation that I had made right on the first purchase there. And uh, like any good ham, I didn't say, you know, wow, look how much money I get to keep in my checking account. I said, wow, how much other stuff can I get for the same amount of money I set aside? So I just started adding some other products and some, you know, connectors and other things I needed. And uh, so I, it, was a, it was a big surprise and um, it, it definitely is a great program for, uh, for the group you know so anybody who's interested uh you, you really can't go wrong being a supporting member especially at the $25 level you just you're you're going to get that back in no time so uh great program great show uh great community i'm just i'm glad to be a little bit a little part of that so 73
1: back to net control with Christian K0STH all right friday comes opening day people are lined up maybe
0: I don't know, I'm hearing 50 yards, maybe more. People are lining up to get in. A little bit of light rain happened throughout. We did have periods of heavier rain, but frankly, it was not as bad as I was hearing about on the way home. People were talking about, oh, I heard it just rained all the time, and then it was so muddy and nasty, and "Ah, I'm glad I think they were just saying things because they weren't there and needed to tell themselves that, you know, I'm glad I didn't go because I would have got my boots muddy. Not necessarily the case. I mean, you could have gotten your boots muddy, but you could have stayed dry, too. It was not as bad uh, as last year's word had it. They made some changes. They made some changes. We'll talk about these things as we go. Friday morning, I made coffee. I made a nice mug full of portable oatmeal because I didn't sit down for a proper breakfast. We wanted to get over and get parked. And get out to that MCOM 1 vehicle, which was base camp for us, us being 100 watts and a wire. So the people were queuing up to get in there, and, uh, you know, vendors are still doing the last minute shuffle. There was a feeling of calm, you know. Um, They worked really hard to put this thing on. They had big, you know, the trash cans were moving, everybody was moving. It looked like everyone was having a good time, anticipating a good show, and uh, all in all, I have to agree, I think that I didn't sense a feeling of, we're not ready. I, I felt that they were ready. So we got to our tent there at MCOM 1, set it up, uh, there was an antenna that was set up, an NVIS loop, which was uh, like a large square. I thought that Emmett was going to hang a banner in between it. Turns out this NVIS antenna he made is on several hospital roofs in South America because it can uh, reach the ocean, it can reach uh, the mountains, you know. Interesting antenna was set up. Patrick spent some time building that and off we went. People were coming by to say hello. It was great. Great forums. Not, uh, Parks on the Air was right across the way from us. We could see what was happening there and hear a little bit too but I was in a tent right across the way from us. Keep in mind the oatmeal that I mentioned a little earlier because at the end of the day, I took some of that oatmeal home. I didn't get to eat it, in other words. This may be a good time to talk a little bit about the food. Now, I understand that the fairgrounds picks the food trucks. That's what I'm understanding. It's not necessarily the ham fest itself. I am happy to stand corrected if that is not the case. However, look, I think the food carts are good for meat eaters. They're good for like a day event. But they need to think about others with restricted diet. Your seniors always have some sort of medical situation that they need to be mindful of. What you have here is uh, is good, I think, for the people who like to eat meat, this kind of fast thing. These sandwiches look good. People are walking around with sandwiches spilling out all oh, low, 9.30 in the morning. And I'm thinking to myself, well, their wives aren't here. Most of these guys, their wives are not here. They're eating pizza with pepperoni on it. Early, man, early. I just found that uh, as somebody who doesn't eat steak or poultry, that there were, you know, pretty limited options for me. And I'd like to see that cleared up. Yeah, if you're a vegetarian, you're you're eating noodles, a grilled cheese sandwich like you are ate. Uh, um, I, I saw pizza. I thought, well, pizza would be okay. I'd do pe No, pepperoni on it. Like, yeah, who doesn't make a cheese pizza? Just cheese, man. Come on now. There was a Mexican uh, stand, which was cool. Mexican, uh, the type of cuisine is what I'd say. I ate the nachos. Got nachos, so chips and cheese for three bucks. Kind of, you know, it's okay for one day. You can't sustain yourself over three days eating this kind of food. So I would like you to to consider anybody who's listening to that show who is with Dara or whatever who can uh, get a message. There needs to be more options for people who have restricted diet or cannot eat beef, chicken, turkey, that sort of stuff, and deep-fried stuff. I mean, hot dogs on the stick thing, cheesecake on a stick, okay? I kind of gagged a little bit just saying it. Patrick comes back with a uh, corn dog corn dog wasn't cooked all the way through like soggy in the batter and I was just like dude you can do this when you're 25 they need to and I think the food is still an upgrade from what it was at Hera Arena which was basically a bucket a hot tub full of hot dogs and uh, there you go have that how about that you want a hot dog it's just in that big old boiling pot of hot tub So, uh, yeah, improvements have been made, but mm, maybe get some mobile catering to come in and uh, create some dishes that folks like me could eat. It wouldn't even take that much inventory on their behalf because you're feeding a small percentage. And you know what? The people who love the meat and are eating the meat at 930 in the morning and spilling it on their laps and faces and chins and stuff, give them an option too because you know those meds are not mixing well with that. All in all, you could live there if you needed to. Meaning you'd have something to eat before your colon swelled and exploded in your body and pants as you're walking with your new radio. So not my favorite uh, food options, but that's just me and I, uh, you know, maybe... Just to clear up some things with regard to the weather, I think that it seems to always rain this time of year. Uh, Every hamvention I have attended has rained. I hear it snowed one year. So you kind of know what you're in for. Bring your boots that tie up high. Bring an umbrella. You'd be fine. Reports that it was a mud bowl disappointment would be inaccurate. The flea market, they did some sort of gravel in between, kind of a sticky gravel. Now, maybe it wasn't wide enough for some people's liking, but you could certainly walk on it where you didn't have to walk on the grass, which would turn to mud. And for me, I thought it was okay. I did not get to go through the whole flea market. That thing was impressive, man, and I love the flea market. And yes, it had been raining, so people were pulling things, covering things up, putting them back, bringing them back out. Not a failure, but they put these asphalt crumble-type things down on the ground, and it it was helpful. It was helpful. Let's talk about some of the uh, vendors and the products. I, I mentioned the new Kenwood, the new Yesu. Look up the model numbers. A lot of beautiful things out there, man. Things that, you know, I just can't buy right now, but I can go in there and dream. And what I do is I fall in love. I fall in love easily. A crank up tower, things like that. I'm like, oh, girl. Ooh, I could do, no, you need a doctor. You need the great senator, the senator from Ohio. That's what you deserve. You need a heart surgeon to buy you. I saw a case that was so beautiful at iPortable. It was iPortable.com that I had to go back. Now, Amateur Radio Newsline, I do some work for them as well. And they had a little booth that was attached to the Heil Sound Mile. He had like a mile, 100 feet or more of products and that sort of stuff. And at the end of it was a little space near the door for Amateur Radio Newsline. Amateur Radio Newsline needs a huge sign, by the way. They need their own sign. Otherwise, they're just directing traffic. They say, where's Bob? But be that as it may, there is a space generously offered to Amateur Radio Newsline through probably Don's connection to Ham Nation. And right across the way was this iPortable stand booth thingy. And it had some of the most beautiful, constructed, beautifully constructed go-kits like these um, rack-mountable cases. Oh. And I stared at those. I talked to people, lots of people all weekend. But I look over there and was like, oh. You know how it is, you see something that's gorgeous, it's beautiful, whether it's a guy or it's a girl or whatever it is. This for me, was a go case rack mountable thing. It had a 7300 in it, just like I have at home. And I'm so fickle with my case. I can't decide if I want to throw this thing in a backpack or if I want to put this thing mounted up in a case and I'm back and forth all the time, and I just can't get the aesthetic that I like. Oh, eye portable. Mark, I didn't catch his call sign, but if you look it up, not a sponsor yet. But if I can make this happen, oh boy! I portable, most beautiful thing I'd seen. All right, let's talk about the ham media because I'm getting a, a, I'm getting a long winded here, and I want to get all this stuff in. Let me take a break. We'll come back and talk about the uh, ham media that was represented there, and talk about that just a little bit.
1: Whether you say 73 or 73, even 73s, we're still 100 watts and a wire.
0: Bio-NO power lithium iron phosphate batteries offer some of the best performance batteries for any of your HF or other mobile ham radios. With over 2,000 charge cycles and a battery that is super light, only one-third that of AGM or lead-acid batteries, these batteries are a great solution. Visit BioEnoPower.com or contact dealers nationwide, including Ham Radio Outlet, Ham Source, PowerWorks, Coms2Go, Impulse Electronics, Portable Zero, and many others. That's BioNOPower, B-I-O-E-N-N-O-P-O-W-E-R.com.
1: Little Pistols and Big Guns. This is 100 Watts and a Wire.
0: All right, let's talk about the ham radio media. Is it even a thing? I don't even know if it's a thing. I know there are a zillion podcasts. There were some when I started 150 episodes ago. This is a weekly, so, you know, we're going back a while. There's YouTubers doing their shows, so many more, and some kind of have faded out. And I get it, man. I get it. You got to think about this in terms of people have families. They have other jobs. Um, It's expensive to do it. Frankly, you need help. You need help doing it. And not everybody can continually pound out great content. You know, sometimes, you know, we fall short. We have good ideas or we take a path that we feel that is going to be, you know, sustainable. And sometimes it's just not. Sometimes you just have to go. That said, I think there's a feeling of competition among ham radio media, the podcast, the uh, video podcasters, the guys that are doing it on YouTube. I do something a little differently. Yes, we have a YouTube channel, but it's just for video extras. I'm not trying to play in their game. Uh, Not that it's a game, but you know. YouTube, I'm not a YouTuber per se. I'm a radio guy who has an audio show. And that's what I do. But I think there's some sort of feeling that there's this competition and that a fist fight may break out. If I cross paths with him, I swear I'll punch him in the ass. Now, that may be true in a couple of circumstances related to me and 100 Watts and a Wire. It's just a couple, just a couple. But generally, the overall theme of, you know, competition does not exist with me. I don't feel that Jason with Ham Radio 2.0 or Tommy and George at Amateur Logic or Dave Kassler at YouTube or Amateur Radio Newsline or Neil with Ham Talk Live or Ted Randall or any of these guys are my competition. I don't think like that. In fact, I think I could help work with these guys and we could create a mega, mega media... No, forget about that. Seriously, though, but if we combine forces, forget it. Forget it. We're all doing something different. I don't look at them as competition. My competition, in my mind, because I don't think this way, is your time. I need to focus on making content Worthy of your invested time. That's my competition. What they do is what they do. You know, there may be some cross in the way we look for sponsors or try to grab your attention, but still, I'm not even playing that game. To ask someone to invest, now I'm 31 minutes into this show and I'm starting to think, oh, get on with it. Get on with it, Christian. What are you doing? To ask someone to invest time out of their life, that is my competition. None of the people that I've mentioned before are. Okay? So I can have conversations with people. I can say hello to people. I can enjoy their shows. I don't get the opportunity to sit and watch a lot of shows. I love YouTube. My viewing is selective to where I am today. If I want to learn how to build a dipole, I may go to Dave Kastler and his channel to hear what he has to say about it or if I want to hear how to tune some sort of loop antenna. Maybe I go looking for that. I go there looking for the content I need at the time. So as I grow and I need that information, that's how I kind of check into these shows. I can't say I listen to anybody's episode for episode. I met Jason Ham Radio 2.0. Seemed like a really good dude. Had a good laugh. He would... Uh, He was telling me about DMR radios. We talked about the problems with getting this sort of mode, I guess if you will, off the ground. I know nothing about DMR. What I know now comes from Jason. Appreciate that. He was over with BridgeCom. And they are passionate about the DMR radios. So that was a great pairing. And he was right across the way. He was inside the building. I got to see Tommy and George, who I knew from my work with Ham Nation, but you don't get to see everybody. We had a great conversation. I enjoy Tommy and George. Tommy taught me how to use my ICOM handheld and how to connect with D Star. And George is just cool. I, th- I thought he was cool, man. Dave Kastler met him, did an interview. You'll hear about it in the coming weeks. Guy's got 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. Why? Because he's passionate about teaching people. Neil Rapp. We've been friends for a while now. Ham Talk Live. He's doing something completely different than everybody else. He's doing live radio style. And finally, I got to meet Ted Randall doing his shortwave stuff. Big League transmitters broadcasting around the world. Just wanted to stop in, say hello, thanks for what you do. So don't get it twisted, friends. Friends. And fellow podcasters and YouTubers. It's not like I think some, some, some stuff was set in a way to make us look like we needed to compete against each other and we can't be friendly. I don't believe that. Again, with my audience and the new audience that comes around, and if yours come by to check me out, the competition is their time. Their time out of their day in their lives to come and spend it with me. And that's enough. That's enough competition. I don't look at it any other way. So much more to talk about. Oh, parking. Parking was fine. They did have a big open grass field. I thought, ooh, that's kind of sketchy depending on your vehicle, but there was concrete further back. You could choose to do that. Looked like the rides were successful. Let's talk about these carts. There was a lot of carts available for these old-timers, right, who wanted to sit around and uh, putt through the show, but these old timers you got to watch out for them. They are pushing it. We literally took people out of the mud, man. They're going up inclines on angles, you know, just trying to jackknife these things. These old timers again carrying around food that they probably shouldn't be eating. They have got tubes coming out of them. And they're jackknife jackknifing their carts. They didn't give a fuck. They were just uh, up, you know, like I can get it. They put a foot on the ground to hold them up from tipping over, but we were pulling guys out of the mud over there by the MCOM 1 van. Restrooms, floors were getting mopped. It was rainy. It was wet. All good, all in all. Somebody I heard as I was at the urinal said, don't flush that when somebody came in and dropped the bomb in it. So I guess somebody made a number two, and it was too big for the what have you. Speaking of, I didn't tell the story about my oatmeal. I mentioned early, earlier in the show that I took a bowl of portable oatmeal. Well, I got home Friday night. I didn't want to leave it in the trash bag because I was thinking maybe overnight something weird would happen. I didn't want to leave this oatmeal, so I decided to flush the oatmeal down into the toilet. This is a related story to the bathrooms at Xenia, but in a completely different place so i took the oatmeal and it had clumped up and f- formed a great ball of fiber and uh i knew it as soon as i plopped it in the toilet back at the house i was like i don't know man that's i thought maybe it would give away give way a little bit when i flushed it i stuffed up the toilet and um uh, Had the really sad walk of shame to to call Patrick. And look. I was like, look, man, I've been plunging this thing. I've emptied it three times. Don't just go outside, dog. Just, just, you got to go. You probably should do it at the restaurant. Luckily, the oats had given way uh, by morning after he had tried to plunge it. I, I had done it three times, and he had done it. And then the next morning, we were good to go. It was like right through the system. It made it little offshoot story there. The buildings, they're large. I like how they're side by side. They have uh, side entrances that you can go through to get to the other ones, meaning you don't have to walk back out to the front of the building. Walk back down to go into the front of the other. You can go out through the sides, the back. Good. The tents were good. They smelled like wet straw, but what are you going to do? A lot of people there with 100 Watts and a Wire t-shirts. I appreciate that. Uh, it's worth mentioning at one hundred watsonwire dot com um, through June first through the fourth free shipping and the whole month of June, ten percent off tank tops. that'd be good for the ladies as we head towards summer. Overall, people were friendly, courteous. there's enough uh, room to move around. The camaraderie is what brings me there to to meet you. A lot of great people came up to say hello, Jose. And his boss, their pilots for a private aircraft, I'll say hello to them. They stopped by. I didn't get to operate. The weather did knock me out for operating. Um, it, it wouldn't have been, even if the park would have stayed open on net night. I, it would have been rainy, too risky to put a rig out there. Didn't operate on the weekend, but talked to a lot of people, met a lot of people. Thanks to radio waves and Emmett and the family there for their generosity, letting me um, set up base camp there at MCOM One. We were outside in the display area. They will be there again next year. Hopefully, we will, too. And on coming shows, we'll share some of these interviews uh, that we did. We talked to Amateur Radio Newsline, Dave Kessler. Uh, We talked to him kind of about the state of Amateur Radio, uh, HamFest, the importance of that sort of thing. Met the guys from Youngsters on the Air, that's coming up, that's going to be hosted in South Africa this year. They do need some help there, so please visit uh, the uh, Youngsters on the Air websites, they're being hosted by the South African Radio League, S-A-R-L. Do a search for them. See if you can help them. Uh, it's the first time. It's a great program. I uh, was excited to meet the guys there as well. It's a summer event in South Africa. There was one weird weather announcement, I thought, I think it was on Saturday And there was a storm approaching. Now, Xenia is meant to be known for, like, the tornado capital. And in 1974 or thereabouts, they were almost wiped off the uh, uh, the map. According to some of the locals, the storm basically almost swept them away back in the early 70s. Well, there was a text alert system that went out, and they'd say, hey, gates are opening. You could... You could kind of buy into this. It was free, but you could, you know, subscribe to this weekend-long thing and get updates about the Hamvention. Well, across the public address system, your attention, please. A storm is coming, and it is bringing lightning with it. Please, blah, 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 blah. And for about 10 minutes there, people were like, oh, man. They were like, you got about 10 minutes before the storm hits, and it could bring lightning. And it was a nice heads up. You could see it. The skies there were always kind of menacing. Uh, This particular one was coming in. You could definitely see it was coming. Thanks for the warning, but people left. People left. You thought they would cram into the buildings, but people had enough time to get to their car and get out of there, and they did, so it was kind of unfortunate in that way uh, that this announcement was made. It was helpful. However, safety was the primary concern, but I think a lot of people uh, left the campers in the RVs are cool. They just look awesome. These what are they? Air streams or jet streams, lined up there. People camping out, and uh, I, all in all, I had a great weekend. It was so nice to meet the people who came by, uh, said nice things about me and the show and our community. We appreciate that. Before I go here, I want to remind you the tune up is our next big thing. Tune up is June eighth through the tenth. PowerFilm Solar is giving away something on their website right now. It's a 30-watt foldable panel. So we've got great prizes associated with the tune-up, which is happening the weekend, June 8th through the 10th. Get on the air, all bands, all modes, whenever you can. is totally fine. I'd like to see you work at least 10 stations, but I don't have any contest rules. It's not a contest. And if you submit your totals... You could win prizes. You can also get a QSL card. We're putting together sort of a program if you work some of the 100 Watts in a Wire team, like myself, net control operators, a couple of the moderators, that sort of thing. You can get a QSL card. All the information is at 100wattsandawire.com. Uh, but please get on the air, call CQ 100 Watts in a Wire, tune up that weekend, and look for the PowerFilm Solar Giveaway. It is. Extra. So if you don't win any of these prizes in the random drawing, you can participate in this one that PowerFilm Solar has on their website. Uh, do 100 watts in a wire giveaway, but put hyphens between 100 watts and a wire giveaway, and you'll find it. Poke around want to say get well to Joanne, Katie, to I I don't know if she'll be able to hear this show, but uh, she fell down the stairs. She was meant to come out to Xenia and was in the hospital as of yesterday, so we're wishing her the best and a speedy recovery. All right, I think that's it for here. We are going to wrap things up and get you back on your way. I appreciate your patience and your listening. I hope everybody made it back okay. I appreciate you and all of your support. So, on behalf of the whole team that went out and uh, brought you back some content, hope you enjoyed it, hope you enjoyed this show, and uh, as crazy as things get, weather-related, emergencies in the world, molten lava is sweeping through in Hawaii. Take care of yourselves, take care of your family, and by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise.
1: (laughs) To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsandawire.com.